All right. Well, good morning, everyone. And hello. Welcome to the Fit Beat Report podcast. I'm your host, Christina. So in today's episode, we have a very special guest in the studio today. And I want to welcome Tarlon Kobiari from Infinity Education. So welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So Tarlon, I am very excited to learn about this new Web3 education uh, that you guys have started. And first of all, how did you even get in uh, where you are now? Like, how did this all come about? And how did you get started as being a woman in the tech space? It's so uncommon. We are just you know, breaking down barriers and people are just now really taking um, women in, in, in actual tech, like we can be here, we're going to be here and we're building here. So how did you find yourself in tech? Yeah, totally. So um, I was really lucky in high school. I took a bunch of programming classes when I was around 15. Um, I went to four different high schools in four years, which um, was kind of crazy. But I really saw the difference between each city that I was in, every state that I was in, every school that I was in, how education, um, where you kind of lived varied. Um, And so growing up, I really immediately saw that. And also being a part of these women in tech programs, I, I didn't really see a lot of people that looked like me. I'm a very extroverted, outgoing, creative person. And at the time, I thought tech was like this one singular thing like this, you're sitting behind a computer programming eight hours a day, when in reality, it is like an entire ecosystem that is that fosters creativity, that there are spaces for people who are like me um, in there. And um, going to college in North Carolina, I met my co-founder, Naomi Thomas, who is our founder and CEO um, of Infinity EDU. And we met volunteering at a women in tech programming camp. From there, our like connection to the women in tech ecosystem was there. And we just always had a strong passion to promote women in tech. And we were growing our personal social media brands. Um, online. This was at a time of the internet where viners were moving to YouTube, bloggers were moving to Instagram. So it was a very interesting um, time of social media. And we really saw this as an opportunity for us to grow our personal brands. Um, and then Naomi actually had a web development company in college that ter- that we turned into a digital marketing agency. And we're able to support clients in the social political space um, over the past four years, which has been great. But throughout all of this, Naomi and I have all volunteered and um, given our efforts towards women in tech organizations. She was the president of the computer science club. I was her VP. Um, and yeah, we just wanted to last year we came together and really spent the first like six to eight months researching the ed ed tech space talking to over 2,000 educators students um, and like curriculum developers to see really like what it is that they would want and what they would need Um, and the journey kind of just went from there I'm happy to talk more about what we're building and what we're doing but um, ultimately infinity edu is just like the byproduct of something that I didn't really have growing up I didn't really see the connection between the roles and the brands that I used and loved. I didn't know that I could be like a chemist at Sephora or I can be a data scientist at the WMBA or something like that. Like those jobs exist out there. And with Web3 and this new decentralization effort going, education is should be a part of that conversation um, and really should be a part of 
the Web3 um, evolution, which it is. And it's really exciting to be a woman in this space. And everyone's sort of an early adopter right now. It's really awesome to see sort of the trends and the shifts of even everything from NFTs um, to the metaverse and everything in between. Wow, this is really great <laughs> to see how, you know, it really does start with joining organizations uh, for girls, you know, for young girls and for young women um, in technology. And it goes to show you how if you are a part of those organizations, like it really does put an imprint on you and it really does encourage you to pursue those avenues that you found when you were, you know, vice president, uh, you know, at your school and everything. So that's really neat. So tell me from there, what have been some of the biggest struggles as a woman in tech, um, you know, just learning the ropes and also in developing your own company or becoming part of a company? Totally. So um, as someone who's in ed tech, I definitely am not the traditional student. It's kind of funny because I always tell people I'm like, like, I'm the worst student, but I'm building the future of education. But I just think that is like the perfect um, case study for the perfect example of that. Like, you don't have to fit into like one field or one bubble. I feel like sometimes people will try to like limit you and say you have to like learn these programming languages to do this thing. And tech is so much more than that. You don't even have to be technical to be in tech. I've seen and we I see this on TikTok all the time. There's product marketing managers who may not, may or may not have a technical background developing the entire messaging and strategy of how products get marketed into the ecosystem. Um, and so some of the things definitely as a founder is sometimes how isolated you feel um, building because in the early stages, and I, I'm very transparent about founder burnout on like on all my socials. Um, so I'm happy to talk about it a little bit more, but um, basically you're in the weeds of it. You're kind of alone. Um, thankfully, I'm so lucky to have a co-founder who I've known for such a long time. We are in the weeds together. And so the power of community is really important. You really need to find your people um, that understand you, that support this, that like make it feel like anything is possible when you're kind of in the weeds of it and you just don't see that yourself. Um, and then also just, I think just the access to um, quality tech education is is we have a lot of tools out there, but traditional tech ecosystems aren't really made with diverse learners in mind. Um, hence why we're building that and why we really want diversity, inclusion, and sort of empathy is really at the core of who we are as a company. Um, so I definitely think that the lack of the interactive, immersive tech ecosystems that um, or can be stifling also just like I mentioned kind of being a founder and experiencing some of that burnout and also just some of the general bias like especially women raising capital you're kind of in ecosystems in your spaces yes oh yes we <laughs> need to talk about that touching on yeah raising capital um as yeah. you know women do not get much and yeah. it's crazy how these men will be will will you know and I was in a Twitter space last week <laughs> and I joined, I think it was um, badass women or don't, yeah, that don't quote me on that. So I'm already here live saying it, but I was in a Twitter space and it was for uh, a women led project on Twitter. And she actually stated how um, men will go in and they'll say, I need this much. We're going to build this. And if you're with me, then you're going to be a part of something great. If you're right. not, then you're just going to miss out. And that people just jump on it. But if, but she said, if a woman walks in and she says that, that they just look at her and they question, 
how? And they question everything. Yeah, they want to look at like every, they want to look at who your team is. There's a lot more like, I think due diligence and it gets involved. And that's the biggest like um, raising hack is that you want to create FOMO and also create a sense of urgency for people that if you you guys are the best people to build this product, you and if you this doesn't get built right now, then like the market that you're currently in, like people are missing out. Um, and I just think that's a principle both men and women should definitely follow when raising. But yes, like you walk into spaces and you as women generally, like, especially we're passionate. We like, I just become alive talking about this stuff. Like I can talk about decentralized education, the future of tech, like women in tech all day long. Like my, I feel like sometimes my friends think I'm obnoxious, but um, when you're, ta- when you're so passionate, sometimes people view that as being like naive or like you're, Oh, like, that's so cute. Like you're working on this thing. And it's like, no, like, actually like i'm here i'm here to take up space and and only two percent of women got venture capital last year i posted this on linkedin and twitter and it was 2.3 percent actually in 2019 so we kind of went down a little bit which is crazy to think about um and and we like and if we really um you know um really dissect that women of color were like one percent exactly that's even worse and so it's not it's not really you know, we haven't changed and it goes to show you why, you know, what, what can we, like, we have to voice our opinion. I'm so glad you're taking up space because if you don't, you know, other women shy away from it. Other women don't really want to talk about it when we need to talk about it in order to create the awareness that this is not okay. This needs to change. Why is the funding only going towards men? Totally. And thank you. Thank you for holding space. Because I was going to say that, like, it's not even just like us having a because everyone has a platform nowadays with social media, but it's like, people like you, like you are setting the pace. I always like, want to encourage women who if you have raised like I, you know, celebrating the wins of my friends recently, and I'm or like you raised in this past year, like, be proud of that. I feel like also as women, like we don't take a second to like, achieve, like, take a second to like, really be thankful or like, pause and celebrate the small wins like we're always like the next thing the next thing the next thing um i experience this on a daily basis where you're like literally putting out product you're raising you're raising hundreds of like thousands of dollars up to millions of dollars like celebrate those wins because it these moments go by so fast and we're gonna look back and be like remember when we were in our series whatever like our seed round um or like remember when you you were going you were dealing with this hiring issue or whatever. And that's what I so much, I'm currently at Launch House, by the way, I'm in the Launch House female, first female founder cohort. That's what I love so much about this community is literally the fact that like, you are so not alone in all your struggles and like being so seen as a female founder amongst other female founders is literally the most empowering feeling ever. Like, and it's Women's History Month and I'm so, I'm feeling all this like strong feminine energy. Like no one can tell me anything right now. Like can't tell me nothing by Kanye West is like on, on my playlist. Um, but no, for real, like I just like really appreciate that female allyship. And I'm so like, yes, women in the, is the women narrative is portrayed to be as like competitive, but like you would have people who actually talk to women realize that like we are so uplifting and so supportive. Granted, you have those like little nuances where people can be terrible, but I have genuinely like, found so much peace and solace in spaces and ecosystems like this and conversations like this where like I'm talking to someone who like 
I don't even have to explicitly say the struggles like you 100% understand and you understand even just like you know the yeah the struggles and the highs and lows that come with it yeah definitely so tell us a little bit about launch house so what is this cohort what is this launch house how can we get involved and what is the purpose of it and why should women join and how is this you know you know helping women to launch Totally. So it's funny because I found out about Launch House on TikTok and I was like, oh my God, this is the coolest thing. Like, n- like I, I just swiped past. It. I was like, oh, like never, would never like see myself in this space, like whatever. And then uh, my my co-founder Naomi was like, hey, like, I think we should really do this thing. Like, it'd be a great opportunity. Um, we had one of our like investor friends and connections just kind of like who knew the Launch House ecosystem. And he was like selling all these great things about it. So we're like, great. So we came up, we came in, we not didn't really think, know what to expect or what to think. Everyone was like, is this a reality show? And I'm like, no, like literally not that. It is like, I'm actually in a pod right now. It's a true like co-working ecosystem. It's a really a founder community. Um, they kind of mar- pitch it as like a decentralized university for startups. And that's literally what it is. Like what I love so much about this community is how open source the members are. So you're part of a membership. You have a four week residency at any of the cohorts. We are the first female founder cohort, which is amazing. And uh, I feel like everyone tells me on Twitter, they're like, Oh, I've seen you on Twitter. Like, and I've seen your cohort on Twitter. So it's nice that we're kind of making some like female founder buzz um, on that ecosystem, but they literally like they have programming um, throughout the week. They have amazing speakers that come on. Um, and, and the Discord is super, super active. I think what Launch House really does well is like not only fostering that community, but giving really solid places to learn. Like I've learned more in like the past three weeks than I have like in my most of my adult life. And Launch House is really pivotal for me and um, our company and stuff. You just have access to so many different things. And so, and also it being the first female founder cohort, you feel like obviously a lot more comfortable just being in this space. You're consistently challenged. I'm so inspired by the women that are here. They're so creative, so strong. Everything from creator economy marketplaces to like independent wineries. Like there's such a spectrum. You don't have to net and you can have anything from an idea to have raised millions of dollars. So definitely don't feel intimidated applying. If you do apply, let me know because I can definitely refer you guys in. Um, But yeah, it's an awesome ecosystem. If you're like a founder at any stage to just be a part of if you're looking for community. Um, Some of the girls like I booked a one way ticket to LA. We'll see what happens. Uh, A lot of the girls have done the same. And so they really do foster this new feature of work that is happening and that like like you don't have to build a company in just in one place. You can really build it decentralized. Like me, me and Naomi were both uh, bi-coastal. This is the longest we've kind of been living together um, or like literally in the same house. Um, and so that's been really cool to just be able to build simultaneously and just to be in this gorgeous, you know, house with all these people. I'm actually sad that it's ending very soon. Um, but I know that these connections and the learnings are going to carry me throughout our rounds and throughout our career. Yes, amazing. And so that's great. How, what is um, Infinity Education? What are you guys building? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we're building the future of tech education and Web3. So think of us like the masterclass for brands. Our intention is to create like company tech stacks into immersive learning experiences because we want kids to see like what to have a proper exposure to tech and understand that tech isn't one size fits all. It does not have to fit your these traditional tech roles um, that most people think that tech is. And we talked at high school students, we're like, what do you think a, co- so- a software engineer does? They're like, sits behind a computer, 
eight hours a day and like never leaves their house. And it's like, there's so much more than that. Um, and we want the kids to have access to brands. So we partner with brands um, to create these really learn immersive AR, XR, VR um, learning experiences. We're currently in the early stages of it. Um, we, you know, launch our MVP, which is a career matching tool um, that basically connects students' interests to brands that they could potentially work for. We have almost a thousand users on that, which is amazing. Um, and yeah, I feel really lucky to be building in this like decentralized ecosystem we're learning so much and where web3 comes into place is that we have our infinity token where students will be able to earn those and be able to cash those prizes for for their favorite brands and we're currently working on an educator dao which for people who are new or don't know about the um, what a dao is is a decentralized autonomous organization basically gives everyone like a same level of tokens or a token to be able to vote on um, and, you know, and this, the educator DAO is to really validate and make sure that students are actually learning because like, we are a learning platform. Um, we're not a content platform. We're an experienced company, but that is really centered around learning and retention uh, because we know that incentivized learning is also a really great way to keep um, high retention rates, especially if they're cashing in those prizes for like, you know, subscriptions to their favorite brands or let's say like a lunch and learn from a CEO and things like that. So it's really cool. Um, there's a lot of in the works, um, but yeah. <laughs> this is awesome. And so right now, can someone join, can they use Infinity EDU? Yeah, so you get, for the first thing is like, um, you guys can use the Career Finder. So it's on our website. If you visit infinityedu.io, you can visit our um, Career Finder, which, and I'm so curious to see what people are matched with. We also just launched a, um, a tech tournament happening this fall. So we partnered up with the National Girls Collaborative Project um, last year for CS Ed Week and this year for their 20th anniversary. And this fall, we're looking to engage 20,000 girls, 20 brands, um, and have 20 tech challenges for students to learn and earn prizes towards those favorite brands. And so it's, it's a bracket style tournament. We're really, really excited. We actually kicked off registration yesterday. Um, I, speaking of celebrating small wins, um, did not celebrate that a little bit. So like just putting that out there. Um, I would love, this is geared towards high school students or female identifying students. We are looking to be really inclusive. So if you are in high school, um, shameless plug, you are in high school and looking to, um, you know, want to participate in these really awesome tech challenges. We're having like headline sponsors. Um, there are brand sponsorship, brand excuse me, brand sponsorship opportunities available. So if you're a brand who has a Gen Z consumer audience and wants to partner with us, definitely reach out. Um, but yeah, so we're, you, for, so the first like iteration of the product definitely is a career refiner. And then we're looking to launch feature iterations throughout this year and next year. So is this all online? So yeah. high school girls can just go online and are these challenges done online? Have, they register online and then they just show up online? They show up online. We have activations coming soon. We're going to launch a Discord server. We're going to have mentors like student success homies that basically help you out throughout the challenges. It is completely free for students, educators as well. Like anyone can really join as long as they're female, female identifying. Um, and yeah, it's virtual. It's free for students. And um, yeah, we're really, really excited about it. We're help us get to our 20,000 girl impact. And yeah, maybe we'll do a fun giveaway or something. <laughs> okay. And so the um, Infinity EDU, it is on Web3. So it is all on the blockchain. Is that correct? So our, we have a token that is like 
um, part of that Web3 ecosystem. So that it really incentivizes it. But yes, in future iterations and future, like as the product evolves, we definitely want to embed more of the Web3 concepts. But for now, really focus on developing our educator DAO. We minted our token um, not too long ago. And as the product gets fully built out and as the, um, you know, platform gets built out, we're going to be embedding more of that. But um, we are fully de- like decentralized in the sense of like, we, I mean, obviously we have, we have experiences in the metaverse and things like that and just meeting people online. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of where our Web3 angle is right now. And you guys have your token minted what where at on your platform or is it on OpenSea or where can we find it? Um, it's a Polygon token. So um, I have to like double check on exactly where it exactly is minted. But um, yes, we just recently minted it. Yeah. Okay, awesome. And so once they sign up for these classes, do they receive that token or do they have to earn the token? So you have to earn it. Um, and we're currently building out the features right now. Like I mentioned, we're still in that career finder um, ecosystem. But as the pro- platform kind of rolls out, uh, we do want to create more opportunity. Like that learn and earn model is really like important. So, yes. Yeah, so as students go throughout the like curriculums, um, they'll be able to earn some of those prizes, cash in those prizes for a brand, um, for like swag options and things like that. Okay, awesome. And so this is going to happen. They'll be able to learn and earn when when um, you guys roll this out and you, um, you are going to allow girls to take on these challenges. And is this going to be all um, in the coming months or when can we expect this? Yeah, so the tournament is happening actually this fall. So it's from like September to December. So students can sign up now um, for the tech tournament, which is um, we're going to think of we're thinking of really fun activations to think of like metaverse or other programming to really create that immersive experience. Um, But for the platform, we're hoping to launch like early 2023. Great. And the experiences in the metaverse, what can we expect from the experiences in the metaverse? And when we speak metaverse, what exactly will these students be experiencing? Totally. So I feel like the way that people are meeting and honestly, like I've met most of my closest friends in the past like five years online. <laughs> like there were some people that I've met on Twitter that I'm like, I see in real life and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? And obviously that's that's like not very metaverse but it's very like the whole idea of building digital community is something that like we're really like leaning into. We've seen the power of it at being a part of Launch House, like obviously. Um, so in terms of the metaverse, using like platforms like Gather, um, Discord to our advantage and creating different entry points for people to engage with us online is really critical for us. Um, and so we want to create activations, maybe have some guest speakers. And so students can don't necessarily have to be in a physical location because we're currently seeing registration anywhere from like New Jersey to California to like, like we have, it's all throughout the U.S., um, and so we really want students to still feel like they're building something with their teams. Um, and um, yeah, so that's kind of what we're expecting is just a different online um, entry points, maybe Decentraland or Gather, um, but just making it really fun and engaging for students so that they're not feeling alone throughout these tech challenges. And as they grow out, go throughout, we definitely want to continue, consistently be plugged in because we know the value of just like community driven um, experiences, which is kind of like the whole point of the tech tournament is to really drive that. So in Decentraland, what can we expect from Decentraland? What will you be um, <laughs> building there um, for the experiences for Infinity EDU? 
so that'd be it'd be really cool I think we're still trying to like ideate in the best like tax like strategy around this but definitely meetups um would be like I think it's definitely an idea an opportunity for us for people to just kind of just meet us in the virtual ecosystem um because we get pulled for like podcasts or you know panels and stuff so it'd be cool to just do that animated (laughs) um definitely i would love to also connect with people in real life so definitely just maybe like more events speaking that sort of thing for now maybe from some cool interactive games um it's just really crazy to see sort of the potential of what's there and right now everyone is sort of in the ecosystem just kind of hanging out right trying to find their footing um it'd be awesome to even see like maybe partner with consumer brands who are building in the metaverse um, to see how that they can like sort of give our students maybe swag or things like that. Um, So we're definitely open and we're evolving. Yeah, this is great. I mean, like I know for certain girls like in the future, you know, are going to really change the trajectory. It's cool because we are out there right now building it. But it's like going to be so, and, and education is so important. And you're just like giving so much education to inspire and for girls to like pursue this actual field, right? And making them feel welcome, um, like being a part of a cohort like Launch House. I feel like there wasn't much mm-hmm. back in the times when our mothers were here, right? And it was just unthought of. But then it's like, Web3 made everything, it made people connection on a different level. I feel like Web2 was not, is like a little boring. Web3 is like very exciting because we're just here. And it's like, when you know someone and you meet someone who knows about the metaverse, NFTs, it's like, talk NFT to me. Because, yeah. I always joke, I'm like a Web3 girly living in a Web2 world. Like, I <laughs> yeah. I totally feel that. Yeah, totally. Like, um, I love this decentralized way of community. Again, it's all like, when people ask, like, they're like, what do you think is a successful NFT project? What do you think is a successful DAO? All it is, is community. And I just think that, like, we've lived in a world where, like, especially the pandemic, like, we were not interacting with each other. We were not building community. We we're literally quite doing the opposite. And I think that fundamentally like shifted some, like something innately in, in us is like, not only are we trying to connect in real life as in many ways as possible, we're trying to connect digitally in as many ways as possible. Yes. Web two, really- yeah, web two is like no, no community. It's more audience building. Right. And I feel like web three is much more community building. I love community building more than I do audience building. So for me, it's like, yes, like I truly value the relationships and I even tweeted myself and I said like I'm going to probably meet some of my mm-hmm. best friends through web three and yeah 100 I mean because we're in here in the spaces and it's like we're working and when someone uh rolls something out or when someone launches something like we're just just clapping and we're just like glad because we know what that is what what, what you're doing so like it's an awesome you know thing to like stand up and clap for you Versus like web two, it's a little different. It wasn't as much, you know, clapping and people standing up for others and encouraging. Web two is definitely like a like one way way of communication. You're just kind of talking at your audience. I feel like web three is like you're talking with them or you're amongst them. Because with the whole idea, right, is like to be decentralized, to be autonomous and to allow voting power, be giving power back into the hand. And this is like 
the optimistic, like, you know, beautiful, like Web3 vibe in me. I know that there's like a very like dark side to Web3. Um, and I feel like there's a lot of scammers and things like that, that just definitely don't, that don't represent what the power, what the, par- the power of Web3 is. Um, and specifically in education, like cohort-based lear- learning is a really fascinating concept. I feel like it's, I've, you know, just been seeing these trends in the ed tech sector of people finding some different, smaller ways of connecting, building community, like using community building as a way to build, like learn. And I feel like the way that you interact with people online is a little, no different. Like I've, I learned so much from Twitter, which is like kind of crazy Um, because you just follow different people. You have different entry points. And I just a PSA, like if you're a founder, if you're in tech, get on Twitter because like you, I feel like with Instagram, and please correct me if I'm wrong. Like I'm so like, I love talking about social media and marketing and stuff, but social Instagram, it's a lot, it's become more of a marketplace. I feel like that's the, where the platform is evolving. We saw that they want to, you know, sell NFTs. It's really just becoming a place where people shop. Twitter is just going back to like the, when Twitter was actually like pure and good. Yes. <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. Conversations <laughs> and like actually tweeting people and tweeting people who you would never, ever like be able to encounter in web two and then we went on Twitter and like starting a conversation and then going to the DMs, the messages, and then leading to something so good. Yeah. And it's also a great investor strategy too, just of like meeting, just thinking like not only because you can learn about a fund and on their website, but like you really learn the psychology of what their like investors and sort of their culture and their firms like tweet about what they care about um and so that also helps you like decide if you want to you know talk to these people or if you don't and people are so approachable you would you would not believe like i feel like there's like they say there's six degrees of separation and twitter there's like one (laughs) because somebody like within your community like in the way that the the algorithm support like pushes the content um is is really fascinating so i think that at least for now like i'm really keeping my fingers crossed that right now we're in a really good place with like tech twitter i don't know what other niches are to how they're doing um what the vibe is there but and overall like i just feel like it's such a universally such a great platform like we met on twitter like i just i love that um but yeah going back to the whole like decentralization like effort around communication and just community building we were deprived of that and now this is a new a massive opportunity for us to really like lean in and just like build community because like in web 2 it's easier to be fake and inauthentic versus like in web 3 you're yourself but just like in a you know pixelated version and like the art that you mint or like the things that you produce like it's really about just like your level of participation i don't think that everyone who's in web 3 needs to like come out with a collection an nft collection or everyone like needs to like do all these big things like you can literally just be a participant of the community and just be like someone who uplifts and adds value you don't necessarily have to like do the big thing and i hope that people know that message is like to be people always asking like how do i get into web3 it's like join a discord server attend some events like here and like always send them some um, resources like and just like threads to follow and who to follow um but yeah like I feel like this is a really cool ecosystem of community we're living in. Yeah, it definitely is. And when uh, I want to go back to let our, our listeners understand DAO that, you know, how is DAO um, related to Infinity EDU and why is this important for an education company like Infinity EDU? Yeah. So this is something we think about a lot. Um, And a DAO is for those who like are new to the crypto space, 
is a decentralized autonomous organization. So like think about how a traditional company, they have a CEO, they have a CFO, it's CTO. And a DAO, like that doesn't really, and correct me if I'm wrong, like um, that doesn't really exist. Everyone's just kind of on the same like playing field. They have a similar voting power, depending on how many you buy into the token or the utility or whatever, that's kind of determines like your voting. Um, and so with like, so within 48 hours, the she launched community or the women female cohort, we put, want to put out a NFT project. And so what that has turned into is really this like decentralized way of like building this NFT collection, which I'll get into a little bit later. But to answer your question about the whole educator DAO thing is for one, we want to hand right now we're hand selecting 10 to 15 high quality, like educators, curriculum builders, um, see like computer science or like high school teachers and just like a, an array of like an educator community for us to start building like planting the seeds for what the DAO eventually will be and the DAO is essentially to validate and to like cr provide the content for the courses that we're building because we're not a content platform we're an experience platform and we're a learning platform um versus like some of our competitors or some other people in the ed tech space like you go to their site you learn a piece, specific piece of content but for us it's like you're learning through the rules and not about the, the content necessarily um and then so the educators the more they contribute the, or like they get incentivized for the the vision is for, the, for them to get incentivized for their contributions um whether it's the token um and we're currently still figuring out some of these details as well um so like whether it's the token, or they get incentivized with the tokens, but they also get incentivized um, by just contributing to the community and things like that. And then they all have voting power of like, yes, this is actually like, this is valuable or no, that's not. And it's kind of like our peer review of to making sure that the students are actually learning something valuable. Um, but right now we're really focused on building the student community first, um, educator community as well and, tan and tangential to that. Um, and then it'll evolve as we develop the product into a more decentralized, um, you know, a, a more decentralized like ecosystem. Okay. Yes. I mean, that makes perfect sense. I know for some, it's going to be a little new information and it is going to take time for others to learn and adapt. But I feel like us who are in this space, we definitely understand what's going on, what you're building and why it is also like, what is the future? What does the future hold? Because it definitely is the future and we're all just like rolling it out. We're all just like building it day by day. And it's like when another company launches something, we're just like, whoa, they just launched it out. Like they just did it. So you want to see what they did and you want to like take notes on everything. So it is really cool. And it is exciting for us who are in here building this and like being a part of this ecosystem because we're kind of like seeing everything take place at the exact same time. And we're just trying to bring people in here <laughs> so that they can see what we see and you know take them along the journey that we're on as well and that's the best part about it and that's great that you're bringing more educators into this space to yeah that journey of web3 um now we believe sorry we one more thing um we believe that like educators should get fairly compensated for the work that they're doing and the contributions that they're making um and why not put that like with a with a token or something that actually has utility um and so yeah that's just something like super important that i wanted to highlight there but yeah this is like what i love so much about this space is that like we're all it's a living experiment but at the same time it's like these very calculated very strategic like and it really depends on your company and your company goals like for us it's to really just be you know the future of tech education which is 
I know a very broad term, but in the sense of like, we really want to bring together the relationship, like really tighten that relationship between the brands, the audience, the learners, and as well as the educators and make sure everyone is getting value, whatever that value looks like and for them. Yes, definitely. And I feel like that's, that's like the way that education should go. And I'm excited to see how, you know, you guys roll this out and what the future is. We'll have to bring you back on and we'll have to talk about like what happened, um, you know, in in this, this um, fall and just learn what, you know, what's new um, because it's always good to continue these conversations and to know like, Hey, like, you know, what happened? What what's going on? How you know? How are you guys doing? Because it's good to bring you back on. It'll be good to bring you back on and to learn about the, you know the journey that you guys are on and what y'all are building. Yeah, happy to bring um, come back on and maybe have a co-founder as well. It'd be cool. Yes, definitely. So, Tarlin, tell me where can we find you online on social media? Where can people connect? And also, to where can they uh, go to sign up for Infinity Edu? Yeah, so to visit, to sign up for the tournament, visit infinityedu.io. We also have our career finder on there, so definitely go check that out. On Twitter, it's at my first name and my last name, so you'll see it right here. LinkedIn, same vibe. On Instagram, TechieTK. Um, so definitely follow me, check me out when I'm there. Twitter is my favorite platform. Um, and I'm also um, rebranding on TikTok. So follow me at the techie founder. Um, I'll be talking, doing a lot more parody comedy things about being a founder, raising capital as a woman, things like that. So definitely check me out on all those platforms. Um, and yeah, just join us on our journey at 2infinityedu on Twitter and all of our platforms. Izzy, who is our, who's, um, you know, our Twitter account right now is just crushing it. So um, definitely be sure to follow us there. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining me, Tartlin. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in in today's episode. As always, peace and love. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you.